Welcome to WISE, a podcast for women introverts, sensitives, and empaths. I'm your host, Ashley Pardo, business coach, functional nutritional therapy practitioner, and former private chef. WISE is all about mindset, entrepreneurship and business, food and nutrition, spirituality, relationships, and ultimately living your purpose, all through the lens of the sensitive, introverted, and empathic woman. I know you might feel like the information out there isn't suited for you, but this is because we're powerful, strong, and deep, and we've got potential. Let's begin to let that out right now. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of WISE. I am so grateful as always that you have tuned in today and wanted to express my gratitude in general for you listening to this podcast, for you reaching out to me, for taking the time to have me in your ears. It is such an intimate relationship, right? If you think about it, to have a relationship with a podcast, I just think of the way that I listen to podcasts and how I feel with the host and how I kind of feel safe, connected, you know, like I'm talking to a friend um, and I hope that that's how you feel when you listen to this show. Many of you tell me that you do. And because it is Thanksgiving week, I wanted to just truly express my gratitude more than I usually do. Uh, This time of year always kind of gets me in that mindset. And I wanted to make sure that I would express it. So thank you for taking the time. Thank you for reaching out to me. If you haven't reached out to me ever, because I know that there are many people who listen who probably haven't, please reach out and say hi. I love listening to you and um, hearing from you, hearing your stories. And it just really, really means a lot to me that you feel connected to the show and that you tune in whenever I put out an episode. So we are in Thanksgiving week (laughs) this week, and I wanted to record an episode just about some tips to help you get into a good mind space to feel good throughout this week and for the rest of the six weeks left in the year. I'm going to be focusing on Thanksgiving today because I know that this can be a day that feels kind of stressful for some of us. We might be used to overeating. We might you know, Thanksgiving might feel a day, might be a day where we're just like, well, I've just like relegated myself to feeling gross today. And that's the way that it is. And I know this so much because this was me as always. I think I spent most of the Thanksgiving, Thanksgivings of my life just being like a cheat day, you know, like today is a day where I don't pay attention and I just eat whatever. And I'm not really giving any sort of priority to my body because food took precedence and the enjoyment from food took precedence over how I felt in my body. And the thing is, at that point, you're not really enjoying the food anymore. It just kind of turns into this like, well, this is what I'm doing. And I've just kind of, you know, perhaps accepted the fact that I feel kind of gross. And this isn't about like eating less or being obsessive. This is truly about self-kindness and being compassionate with yourself and listening to your body. That is, I don't love that phrase, but really, we know, right? We know when we start feeling full and we choose to override that feeling 
for pleasure, for comfort, because we're supposed to, because there's a lot of food that we want to try and so forth. And it's, it's real. Those are all really real thoughts, but I wanted to just offer you a few pieces of insight and I wanted to make the episode short (laughs) so that it would be easily consumable for you this week. And perhaps you could have a different experience and most of all, just feel better because that's really what this is about, right? Like anytime I talk about food, it doesn't ever have to do with morality or um, not even weight loss necessarily. It just has to do with like food being a vehicle with which we can love and enjoy and celebrate. And it can also be something that we can feel good in our bodies with. For me, I lived most of my life in like this really black and white place where it could either be one or the other. Like I was either enjoying food or I was feeling good in my body or I was either enjoying my life or feeling good in my body and feeling good in my body usually meant that like I was alone at home, like very controlled with my food, only ate at home and it doesn't have to be that way. Now, I'm not saying that in this episode, like everything is going to be fixed. Uh, You might even have a Thanksgiving still that you, you know, do go overboard. You do feel gross, but I hope you don't judge yourself for it. I think that sometimes we need to have these bad experiences with food sometimes to like kind of say to ourselves like, oh, I know what that feels like. I had that experience. I think another narrative is that happens is like, I realized it wasn't that fun And it is more, feels better to, again, pay attention to that point where we have had enough. There's a lot of themes here, like what is enough? What, where's the joy in my life coming from? What is enjoyment to me? What is pleasure to me? Now, pleasure from food for me also enjoy, also entails feeling really good in my body. Like I no longer, I start losing the pleasure aspect from food once I start feeling bad in my body, it's just like not interesting to me anymore. And I, and I want to offer that that took a long time and it took many, 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 many years of not feeling great and not kind of the word that I'm thinking of is self-neglect, right? Like it it took many, many years of self-neglect and, um, feeling bad in order to feel good. So whatever place you're in right now, um, know that it's all valuable, like everything teaches you. So I'm going to get into these tips. Uh, Before we get into them, I wanted to share two things. The first thing is that I am going to start doing videos for the podcast to put on YouTube. I was going to start doing it this week. I got all the equipment because I have an old Canon Rebel T2i DSLR. It is so old still works though, still an amazing camera. I got it when I was doing food photography a long time ago when I was a food blogger and I got everything for it. I got this thing called a cam link and a mini HDMI cable. I got all the things only to realize that the camera was not compatible. So I need to get a new camera and I am going to do some research for that uh, before I invest in a camera. So stay tuned for YouTube where you will be able to see me doing this podcast. And hopefully those of you that are on YouTube and like YouTube will watch it over there so you can see me doing it, which I think is pretty cool. The next thing, uh, the next thing is that Cyber Monday sales are coming. 
Uh, Quick Fire Kitchen is going to be on sale, which is my signature cooking course. All of my cooking class recordings are going to be discounted. And those are things that you can cook along with that teach you that are truly like so, so valuable and can teach you so much in just a short class. They're also like meal prep sessions, essentially. So you cook along with me, we talk, we have fun. Um, They're really, really awesome. I'm also going to be offering an online business offering. And I have never done that before um, in terms of what I'm going to be offering. I have done groups and one-on-one coaching, but I'm going to be offering single intensive sessions for those of you that perhaps don't want a longer commitment for those of you who have perhaps some experience under your belt and you just want time with me to have a plan for moving forward for the next few months in your online business. We can get a lot done in this amount of time and I'm so excited to be offering this. I'm also going to be offering in the next probably month or so recipes, (laughs) which is crazy that it has been this long that I don't have like a recipe book, but I'm going to be doing a recipe book and um, like a short PDF that has cooking basics and cooking methods. So stay tuned for those things. Cyber Monday sales are going to be happening from November 28th to 30th. So Cyber Monday to that Wednesday, uh, you want to get on my email list in order to get the biggest discounts. So head to the show notes or go to my Instagram pro- profile to get the Cyber Monday deals. Uh, but let's get into this Thanksgiving episode. So it is Monday today. Thanksgiving is on Thursday. And I want you to remember that it's just one day. Christmas is one day. I'm I'm Latin, so I do Noche Buena on Christmas Day. Noche Buena is the 24th, Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Those are all holidays, let's say. So like in the two-month, six-week period, there's really only five days tops that are quote-unquote holidays. And yes, and yet many of us like are like, okay, I'm just like done for this whole time. So it is one day. So that's the first thing, right? The next thing is to be realistic. Now is not the time to be on a diet. Now is not the time to try keto. Now is not the time to like, like I'm talking about this day to like be in a calorie deficit. Uh, don't try to do any of those things. You're going to want to eat. So allow yourself to just like have that day to be a little bit more relaxed and let it be what it is. Because the more we put pressure on ourselves, the truth is you're going to eat the stuff. So like allow yourself that permission to just like do it that day. Because I have had Thanksgivings where I was like whole 30 and didn't eat any of the things. And I remember eating a Hail Mary um, like tart for dessert, which I did not want. Uh, It's okay if that's like, if you're dairy-free and that's what you want. I did not want that. I looked at like all of the other desserts in grief (laughs) and mourning, like longingly. Um, And it, it just wasn't, you know, it just wasn't good. I ended up eating more later. So be realistic. The next thing is to watch alcohol. Like alcohol is, of course, I'm probably gonna have some alcohol on Thanksgiving. Maybe we will see. I give myself permission to, and then I see how I feel in the moment. I don't think I had any last year, uh, but alcohol is something that makes you eat a lot more, and it's not as fun as we make it out to be in our heads. So if you are going to have alcohol, enjoy it, nurse it, really pay attention to it, really make sure it's something that you really, really love and enjoy, 
and remember have a focus right like if alcohol is what you really enjoy focus on that thing if it's other things focus on the other stuff uh the next thing is to remember that like no day should be a free-for-all i feel like i may get shit about this and like and somebody might call me you know tell me i'm diet culture or something and say like oh you should give yourself like full you know, okay, there's a difference here because you can give yourself full allowance to eat whatever you want, but with practicing discernment and cognitive restraint. Um, I don't think that you should just like be like, oh, I can just eat whatever and disregard your body. So when I say practice cognitive restraint, that is knowing that there is limited stomach real estate that we have and it would behoove us to use it wisely, right? That's the truth is that like our stomachs have a limit. And I didn't like that for a long time. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to eat anyway. And then you end up suffering. Then there's consequences to that, right? So know that there is a limit that yes, we should have abundance around food. We can have whatever we want with discernment, honesty, restraint. Both of those things need to be present in order for you to feel good because if not, you're going to end up feeling really, really gross. If you, which again, might happen. And if it does, remember that it's something to be learned from, right? Like, okay, this is the limit of my body. I know what it means. I'm not going to beat myself up over it. The the likelihood is, is that we're all going to overeat a little, um, you know, perhaps more than we're used to eating on a regular basis. But we know the difference between like maybe having a little more food versus having like a ton of food that makes us feel really horrible. Um, So knowing that we have limited stomach real estate, be wise with what you use that real estate for. What is the thing that you really love and enjoy? What is that thing that you want to focus on? Like if there's like chips and stuff, maybe you like chips. I'm not a chip person, but like if there is a ton of stuff there that like appetizers and stuff that like you don't really enjoy, just don't have them. I know that's easier said than done, but if you know that like there's, you know, something that like you don't care about as much, don't focus on that. Focus on the things that you really, really enjoy that are traditions that are, you know, things that you don't get all the time and have those be diligent with focusing on those maybe five, six things um, that you should, you know, focus on. Um, The next thing is to eat enough, but perhaps a little bit lighter in the beginning of the day. So, you know, I will probably have like a smaller breakfast and a smaller lunch so I can focus most of my um, stomach real estate of that day on the actual meal. The next thing is to focus on you. Like a lot of time we put focus on everything else out there when the reality is that like, and we need to do that in order to make decisions and all of those things. But the reality is that if we stay focusing on ourselves and put the focus internal, then we can pay attention to what things feel like in our stomach. Like put your attention on your stomach and how it feels throughout the meal pause, check in with yourself constantly throughout the night, like not obsessively, but just 
be like, hmm, how am I feeling? Okay, I can put, I can pause. I think with Thanksgiving, like the narrative that we tell ourselves is like, oh, I have to get two plates or I have to try everything. If that makes you feel good, great. But I'm talking to those who don't feel good doing these things that the old beliefs and narratives that we have tell us to do. And the narratives aren't going to change without action. So first, it's it might feel uncomfortable, but first you want to show yourself like, oh, I can actually check in and maybe put a pause between plates so that the next plate that I have, you know, isn't a quantity that's going to make me feel bad. The next thing is that I'm not even going to say to eat protein and veggies. <laughs> first, just eat what you love and enjoy. I'm, I actually do really love the turkey that I go to Shantae's for Thanksgiving. And I love the turkey that her sister makes because she makes it um, braised. And her sister Cecilia is an amazing cook and she cooks most of the stuff. And she makes a braised turkey. So it's like a shredded turkey. And I really do like that turkey. But I don't really love like a sliced turkey. So I don't have it usually. Uh, I probably will have some or I will have some this year because I really do like it braised. But focus on what you love and enjoy. Again, valuable stomach real estate. We got to be intentional uh, and let that be that. The next thing is to set boundaries as needed. If someone tells you like, hey, why aren't you eating my thing? Or hey, why don't you get a second plate? Or hey, why aren't you eating dessert right now? Or hey, why don't you have like five desserts? You know what people say, right? All you have to do is just say, hey, I'm good for now. I'm good. I'll go back if I need to. I'll get seconds if I need to. Hey, I'm full. If you people respond, this is for those of us who are people pleasers and are maybe a little codependent, which I am very open and say that I I am recovering codependent, people pleaser. I still have some of those tendencies within me. Absolutely. So I fully understand this, but people respond to your energy, right? So if we come to it with a wishy-washy energy and we're like, well, you know, people are going to push back. If you just confidently, politely, and kindly say, hey, I'm full. Hey, I'm good. Nobody is going to push back on that. And if they do, you just keep saying it. One word answers, leaving it alone. And know that, you know, you can always take things home too, right? Like you can have a Tupperware, you can take stuff home. I think it's really important to have an attitude of abundance here. I think that on Thanksgiving and other holidays, we're like, oh my gosh, it's like the only time of year I'm going to get this. My grandmother or my mom or my sister only make this one time a year. So like I have to get it all. But is that really worth sacrificing how you feel? Maybe it is for some of us, but again, I'm talking about like the degree to which we make ourselves feel horrible. Maybe like it's like 10% overeating versus 100 or 200%, which again, gives us that feeling of like being immobile and so overly full that I know so, so, so well. Uh, The next thing is to play it till the end. So this is a notion in AA where when people want to drink, because I do think that the process of like food obsession is also a process of recovery in a sense. So I think sometimes it's helpful to play it till the end, which is what alcoholics do uh, when they want to have a drink. 
and they try to like convince themselves. You try to say things like just one last time, you deserve a break. This isn't that big of a deal. All of these little convincing things that we do. When alcoholics play it to the end, they start imagining like, okay, what's going to happen if I have one drink? I'm going to want two and then I'm going to want three and then the whole night is going to be done and then it's just going to be terrible. Play the scenarios out in your mind when you are tempted to do the things that you know are going to make you feel really horrible, right? So let's say you are, you know you're full, but you want to go get a full plate. Um, Imagine what that would feel like. Imagine how you would feel if you ate that. Maybe you get smaller portions of that and you can still enjoy it, right? So I think, again, it's really important to have that attitude of abundance. Like everything is allowed. I can eat anything I want. And I'm going to be discerning and loving towards myself. And food stuff is also, speaking of the process of recovery, that tendency to overeat and that tendency to want to check out and distract with food, it's always going to be doing push-ups in the background waiting to get back in the game. If you've been with me for a while, you know that that's something that I say from time to time. This is with anything, depression, anxiety, our tendencies that we don't love. They're always doing push-ups in the background waiting to get back in the game and they might always be there. But from here, it's we are capable of making choice. I think once we realize that we have choice and we have autonomy and actually we can actually make different choices and we have the power to make different choices for different outcomes and different feelings, things really begin to change. Because then we don't take the role of like the victim that, and I hesitate to use that word, but for lack of a better word, the one where we think like, oh, this is just the way that I am. I don't change. And the thing is, tough love, heavy on the love moment. It feels good to stay in our old story. And it takes effort to get into a better story, one that serves us more, that's really our authentic self because it requires us to take uncomfortable action and to do something unfamiliar, at least with current habits and beliefs that don't serve us. At least with those, even if they're uncomfortable, our brains can predict what's going to happen. It's familiar. Like Even if we don't like the outcome, we know the outcome. Doing something unfamiliar means we don't know that outcome yet. So therefore, it's going to be harder to do that. You have the power to make a different choice. The belief, if you, And if you're like, well, the belief isn't changing, the belief isn't going to change without you taking the action. The action comes first before the belief. So when you have these urges around food, don't fight them. Don't try to argue with them. Don't try to push them away. Listen to them because that means they're going to come back even more intense Listen to them, observe them, and know that you have the power to make a different choice. And even if it might feel so hard, you do have the power. Another thing is like, try not to restrict today or tomorrow, right? Like, try not to be overly restrictive or do something insane or whatever, like in the days before, because we know that the degree to which we restrict now is going to be equal and opposite to the degree to which we binge later. Just be normal, like in the days before. When when I say normal, I mean like don't restrict, don't overly diet, don't fast or anything like that because that's just going to set you up. And this also means like in the beginning of the day too, that just means that things are going to be harder for us later. So 
I'm going to wrap it up. I did keep this episode short-ish. If you have any questions, even if you need support around Thanksgiving, just send me a DM. Let me know how you're feeling. I've been trying to check in with clients, with my Intuitive Macros monthly group, uh, with everyone, just to make sure that everybody is good. Um, Say hi on Instagram if you haven't already and if I don't know you. And also, if you have not left a review or a rating on the podcast on iTunes and Spotify, it would be a huge, huge, huge favor to me if you left a review and a rating on, again, iTunes, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, I should say. It's not iTunes and Spotify. Again, I am so, so, so grateful for you all. It's because of you that I am able to do this because of your support, because of your lessons, because of working with me, because of your trust in me. I truly take none of it lightly. I am somebody who deeply knows that everything that I went through in my life was for a reason and it was to teach what I'm teaching now and to talk about the things that I'm talking about now and I am you know, so, so constantly amazed and grateful that I am able to do what I do today. And having worked with hundreds of people later, having seen the impact, I'm never going to stop being grateful at the amazingness of life and the universe to, and my own hard work and everything to allow me to do this. So I'm sending you lots of love as always. I am here for you if you need anything, and I will talk to you on Thank you so much for listening to Wise. If you want to get in touch with me, or if you want to submit a question to be answered on this podcast, please send me a DM and follow me on Instagram at Ashley K. Cardo. I love hearing from you. My DMs are always open. And as always, if you enjoyed the show, please share it with somebody you love and give us a five-star rating.